Welcome to COPE 100 podcast, where every Thursday we openly share stories, lived experiences and coping strategies to manage our emotions. This is your host Leodie Brown coming to you real and uncut with her lived experiences, her stories, stories of others to hopefully change your lives. Remember, everyone has a story. If you've lived it, share it. Your story could change the lives of many. Now, in today's episode, I would like to share a story I came across. And actually, I was planning to do something very similar to this this week. This story is talking about compassion fatigue and how to combat that. If you've never heard of it, have a look into it. You may be experiencing symptoms of it or you are aware of others that have experienced it. It is not anything new. It was first mentioned in the late 80s by psychologist Charles Figley and he described compassion fatigue as the inevitable consequence of being immersed in every day in every day in other people's suffering. So for example, if you're hearing suffering stories from other people, or you're looking after people who are suffering, you may become fatigued because you forget to look after yourself and show your own self-compassion. Sometimes we forget to show ourselves compassion. So it's nothing new to us. It's not foreign. It is said that compassion fatigue It's the physical and emotional reaction to the trauma you witness. Now, when you witness something, you can process it in any way, but you cannot unwitness it. And how you deal with what you have witnessed can sometimes be the driving force behind or in front of what's going to happen next. And compassion fatigue is also said to be an occupational hazard and the symptoms will ebb and flow depending on what you're being asked to do, the intensity of the condition you're working in and also what's going on at home. So for example, if you're in a workplace and you're being asked to look after people who are not well, you focus your energy on them and forget about you. You may forget to take breaks. You're tired, but because you know you have a job to do, you will do it. And also, we're also talking about people in jobs, whether paid or unpaid, because most times people who are carers, looking after family members or friends, they are unpaid carers and they can also suffer compassion fatigue. So don't forget them either. We all suffer it, and because we are such a caring society, we believe we must show all the care and not care for ourselves as much as we can, even when we see the red flags. Now, what are the symptoms of compassion fatigue? Some symptoms include feeling anxious, finding it difficult to relax and switch off, feeling breathless, unable to sleep, people tend to start even micromanaging, not just at work, but also at home. And this was a quote mentioned by a nurse called Jane. 
and she also noted that on the outside people may seem very organized but underneath they're peddling like hell as they're on a adrenaline treadmill if they try to step off the treadmill and relax it can be a bit hard for them because that's something they're used to it has become a part of their lifestyle and they may also feel that they're letting somebody down either the person they're caring for or the job down but guess what if you haven't got enough in your cup you can't pour anything in anybody's cup but we just continue to do things because it has become the norm they may tip into feeling of irritability and fly off the handle at small things or start to feel withdrawn and detached and this is a sign that people are really extremely tired emotionally they can't think rationally anymore there is no room for reasonability and thinking how to do things the best way they do it the quickest easiest way they can and it's also a feeling of having given everything emotionally and have nothing left for yourself and that nurse mentioned that the constant stress can affect your immune system and some people experiencing multiple minor illnesses headaches back pain neck pain and they do not know how to cope with the stress response when you're responding to stress most times you put a blanket response over it because you were not doing what we would call a proactive state of mind you weren't proactive you become reactive and sometimes you just use the quickest method of coping and sometimes you either go out distract yourself but when you come back the problem is still there now can you recover from compassion fatigue yes you can and it is said here that the big first step is recognizing what compassion fatigue is and get some support you can get some counseling talk to people normalize conversations to do with compassion well-being mental health it is okay to say i'm really not okay today i need some help instead of carrying on pedaling on and struggling and getting worse than you were the day before and when i look back i believe i have experienced compassion fatigue before but i'll get into that in a moment and here there are five ways to combat combat compassion fatigue it says number one be kind to yourself especially when you're experiencing a lot of stress at work spend at least 10 minutes a day doing something you love whether at home or at work spend some time doing something you love whether you go for a walk if you can speak to somebody anything you love that's make you feel as if you're kind to yourself spend 10 minutes on it pencil it into your diary that will make you feel like you cannot break that promise to yourself make an appointment with yourself to be kind to yourself number two think about your food intake instead of feeling stressed and turning straight to sugary snacks be mindful of eating healthily and regularly to refuel yourself and drink plenty of water to hydrate yourself if you're well nurtured that can help you spend some time relaxing 
it is easy to stay on a treadmill of life, but you need to take yourself down the baseline anxiety level. This could be by doing something as simple as listening to music, doing mindfulness exercises, Tai Chi, or anything that helps you with your breathing, trying to practice when you're not feeling stressed so that you can use it as a tool when you are stressed. Number four, recharge your batteries. On a daily basis, refuel, relax, and remember to sleep is very important. When we talk to people about what it is like to feel drained, the batteries are drained, they say it's lack of sleep that causes the batteries to be drained. Remember, when you sleep, the body repairs itself. When you get a rest, a power nap, anything like that, sleep is very good for recovering from stress and emotional drain. Wherever possible, set yourself up for a good night. And number five, keep on top of life, admin. Having a tidy house and keeping domestic paperwork in order will help you feel able to focus on your job and less likely to worry about home life. At times when you look around our environment, distractions could be things are messy and your mind feel a bit messy. Things don't seem organized and calm and it could irritate you. So it's the physical and emotional reaction to the trauma you witness that can really bring you down into deep compassion fatigue. Look into how you can manage that. Go on the internet, look it up. If you've never heard of it before, look for videos, talk to people about it and be proactive. Instead of being reactive, see how you can nurture yourself and show yourself some love. More than ever, we need love. Don't react to it after it has started. You know the triggers. You know, people put blanket approach to some situations when we are in panic mode that is just really not necessary. So when we look at what is causing compassion fatigue, sometimes some may say the pandemic has caused it. It was here long before the pandemic, but the pandemic has highlighted it more than ever because it's more fatigue than ever that people are going through symptoms of post-COVID fatigue or just compassion fatigue. Whatever fatigue it is, you can deal with it. So deal with the compassion fatigue today and try not to let it happen to you. Ask for help. If things are too much, say something. Use your voice wisely. Okay? From me today, have a beautiful week. Until next week. Bye-bye.